welcome to the Affinity Collection. Uh, let me ah. try that again. Welcome to the Affinity Collection uh, action broadcast. Uh, today, uh, we've got two people speaking here over the microphone. Uh, I'm one of them, uh, Mouse, um, probably a pretty familiar face at this stage, and with me is... Cassie! Yay! Here I Yay! am again! You remember me from, like, months ago, if you've, if you've ever yeah, listened to the podcast. Ages ago, when our, when our last podcast was recorded, in the before right. times... Uh, no, we had a couple of podcasts out during the during the pandemic, right? God, the other before times. Look, there's the been, other before times. There's well, been a yes, few during times. the lockdown. Mm. Yeah. I guess. No, uh, yeah. I guess to get us started, uh, we we were actually just uh, off, kind of like off the mic, talking a little bit about the Catholic Church. Um, <laughs> I don't think we should start talking about the Catholic Church unless you want to continue bitching. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, look, look <laughs> our listeners need to know. I was like, so I wasn't raised Catholic, um, but Ireland is a very Catholic uh, country. So I, I, I think I've got like a pretty outsider perspective um, kind of on the uh-huh. church. Uh, and I like, I was just saying, it's actually really bondagey like and satanic like from an outsider perspective like like it is you do go into a church and it's all like yeah it's all gold and blood and like like flagellation and like reveling in sin um and like like yeah i i think it would be super awesome and metal uh, if i didn't really know more about it uh <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, like, the, you know, the guy, like, just this guy on a cross, and they're, like, hoisting him up there, having to drag the cross through the fucking, like, for, what, two days or something? Yeah, super, super ripped and nude, like, with a with a hastily <laughs> shoved, like, loincloth, like, dangling from his, like, emaciated hips, like, you know, look, you know, I don't know if you're into, like, 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 leather boy uh, bondage stuff, but, like, if you are, like, that, you know, if I, if I was an alien, and I was like, ah, I'm really into, like, alien bondage or whatever, I don't know, Uh, and and I just came down to Earth. Someone's gotta cut that. Yeah, (laughs) maybe, like, (laughs) <laughs> whatever and i came down to earth and i was just like flicking through pictures of it's like oh where do i hook up some sweet bondage dicks like pictures of the catholic church like catholic pictures of all the saints like burning it i'll be like there boom i'm going to church let's go i'm in <laughs> happy days mars was dry like there was no one there like this is this is where it's at <laughs> well Okay, now that we've, now that you've cleared the air about how you feel about the Catholic Church. Yeah, it's hot. <laughs> how metal like, they are. <laughs> like, the Catholic Church is hot. Like, let's just say it how it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, so what, what else did you want to discuss on this podcast apart from the Catholic Church? Because well, I really do not want to fucking talk about the Catholic Church. Oh, yeah, super reasonable. Um, I guess, like, the big thing kind of on my mind at the minute, I mean, there's so much. Like, I mean, where do you there, begin? There's a lot. There is an absolute shit ton of things we could be talking about. Um, but I, I'm going to let you lead in with something. 
Yeah, I, I really wanted to talk about the uh, the economy. Oh, boring. Uh-huh. But, like, uh-huh. it, we're actually... <laughs> no, we're in a crazy spot at the minute. Um, because, like, since the last 2008 recession, like, you know, um, where mm-hmm. the financial sector collapsed and we had to bail out, yeah. and I'm sure everyone remembers and kind of how, how, how yeah. crazy that was. Like, yeah. we're getting to and a stage... And the years stage, of austerity that came out of that. Yeah, 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 exactly. The air, like the stage that we're getting to now is like all of the quick fixes and the patches that we used on it are all starting to like fail because yeah, we never yeah. we never actually fixed the problem. <laughs> like we we were just we were yeah. like we were like quantitative easing, just like throw money at it, make people mm-hmm, forget mm-hmm. that like we're in an economic recession. Uh, and it'll be grand once everyone kind of like believes that we're not in a recession it won't be like that anymore which is kind of true yeah. like you know like yeah yeah like money's worth is is kind of just how rich people feel how much it's yeah, worth. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, uh, there's, it's it, bizarre yeah yeah no there was a definite thing there where it was like like around the end of like 2010 like 2009 2010 uh the end of 2009 sorry 2010 there was like a real shift away from oh we're in a recession in the media to just talking about like this is everything as normal and never mentioning the word recession never mentioning depression or whatever and then like everyone's credit crunch no credit crunch that was that was that that was that was fucking out like almost (laughs) immediately there was only used for like a few months i think yeah (laughs) because like that was just that was too on the nose that's like we're gonna yeah so that was gone that went Mm -hmm. but yeah Um, like there was a definite move away from like in the media from calling what was going on a recession uh, let alone a depression which by you know 2010 it kind of had become because uh, you know the, the IMF have been brought in and everything. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like we never actually like like the effects of that were never actually properly fixed, is what I'm saying. Um, and yeah. what we kind of did was kind of like pump enough money into the system that we actually just managed to like us on the street even could go about our lives a little bit like we weren't in a recession. But what, what, mm-hmm. what had actually been happening in that time is that corporations um, globally have been getting into like loads and loads of debt, um, mm-hmm. which is now kind of like coming out to roost. So there's, there's a term in economics called uh, zombie corporations, which is which is just one of my favorite phrases ever. <laughs> um, okay, let, let's get let's get a definition for what is a zombie corporation. So yeah, so a zombie corporation is basically it's the death throes of a of a corporation. So it, it it's when a it's when a company has so much debt and not enough profit that it's not making enough profit to actually pay off like the payments to pay back the debt. So like, yeah. so, like, the solution to kind of, like, the economy was, like, you know how we did all those crappy loans and everything went, went under? Well, to fix this, we'll just give out loads of loans and then people will have the money to fix this. Um, and, and now we're seeing, like, this huge increase in zombie corporations at the moment, which is in, insane. I think, um, I think globally there is... 13% was the last figure I, I looked at, and that was from March, so they, we've COVID. 13% this, of what? Uh, 30% 30%. of global companies 
are zombie corporations. Are zombie corporations. Like, That's and now, insane. And I, I want to stress that we, the figures I could find were from March, which is like wow. Before, wow. before consumption before went before everything down went with, tits like, up. Yeah. Yeah. Before like COVID, so this, this isn't like this isn't like a COVID thing. Like this is this is a this, this is, is a capitalism e- is fucked to the yeah, core like, thing. Yeah. Uh, which is insane. Like, and some of these companies are really big. Like one of them is like the Kraft Heinz company. Um, they're like absolutely fucked. Um, really? And, yeah, and they're a big name. Like, like they're yeah, they're, they're yeah. a pretty international brand. Um, you certainly see them all around the U.S. and Europe, and I'm sure loads of other places as well. Like, they're 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 dying essentially. And and like, if 13 percent of the companies are just gonna disappear overnight, like if if kind of like the banks get spooked and they're like we can't deal with this and we're just gonna go into like repossession or debt collection or whatever like yeah the economy is just gonna go like straight down the toilet and this isn't just the financial sector like the last this crash, is the actual we, yeah, yeah this is, this in, is the, the corporate, actual economy. this is the corporate sector like you know which is yeah the companies that we use so you remember how yeah, many companies yeah. i mean like, what they're a food company uh this uh this craft what's the craft heinz yeah yeah it, craft it's, yeah that like so everything heinz yeah everything like, heinz like craft yeah. own loads of things. I like, they don't they own Cadbury now? Yeah, they, they own they Cadbury. Own? Yeah, yeah. They're they're yeah. a big they're a big company. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So like, like yeah. Because we remember how many companies closed down after the financial crash, and that was like a different mm-hmm. sector, and just the knock on effect that had on yeah. like the corporate sector. But like this is just like. This is insane. Like we're we're all gonna feel this. Like this is, and this is yeah. just a continuation. Like it's not if something yeah. doesn't change. Like I feel like we're not. We're, we're just gonna be in a recession, especially as like the problems of climate catastrophe start to get worse and stuff. Like we've kind of dug ourselves into a hole and told ourselves, "Oh, this is grand. It's the end of history or whatever." Like, like liberalism won Mm -hmm. like democracy won like the ussr died like all that's left is 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 liberal democracy um and now we're like seeing that this is a total lie like what we have now Mm -hmm. isn't working like we need something new because like people are gonna suffer like people are gonna die in this recession you know yeah well like i mean i think we're seeing it already like um like i mean um people can't still like people can't afford health insurance for like if you're like uh, like i mean the, you get public sector but like i mean they've, they've decoupled the public and private sector again now haven't they or uh, that contract they had has expired or something like that what's this the 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 deal they had with the private hospitals to make them like for public use during COVID that's expired now, has it? I, I don't know. I read that somewhere. You you know more about this than myself. Do you want to? I think I read that. I think that I, I read that that had expired, and it's like, yeah. I mean, so like what, like what, what's 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 gonna happen with healthcare? Like, I mean, we're we're just oh fucked. God. We're fucked. And like, can we talk about this government for a little bit? Oh jeez. Oh my God. Yeah. 
Yeah, go on. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. So, like, I mean, I think, like, the two hallmarks of what's going on so far have been, like, basically the far-right attacks on this government because of, uh, uh, you know, the far-right are just seizing this uh, moment of crisis as best they can mm-hmm. uh, because the main political parties in this country are in massive crisis. They're yeah. in government together now, but they're being held together by, like, what, 12 seats held by the Greens. Yeah. And, with a and, recession like, around the corner. With a recession around the corner. And, like, basically, like, they've, like, the Green Party sold out whatever constituents they had who were in any way left. They've sold them out now, they're gone. Uh, or they're going to be gone. Like, the Green Party is going to be destroyed now after this. But, like, the next four years are going to be brutal austerity. And, mm-hmm. it, like,. Uh, and the Green Party is going to be held responsible for that. Will ha- will have to be held responsible for that because yeah, yeah. Uh, well, look, I mean, I'm not going to say there's a trend <laughs> since the last time uh-huh, that the uh-huh. Green Party uh, was it was in power, but there's definitely a trend. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So like but like the 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 weird thing is now is like all of the attacks against the Green Party are coming out from the far right. And there's this whole like fucking um attempt to smear Roderick O'Gorman, the uh, the minister for is he the minister for minister for children or yeah, he's a minister for children, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like they're trying to smear him as being a, a pedophile or whatever and it's like and then they're having these fucking rallies outside the doll with fucking like little pictures of nooses. Yeah, the the like, gemeroids. I've taken to the gemeroids. The gemeroids. Yeah. I I've heard that term floating around a good bit online, <laughs> and I'm like, that's a good fucking name. It's a good term. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, for um, for context of anyone who's not Irish or perhaps doesn't have uh, an ear close close to the ground, <laughs> kind of like far right movements in uh, in Ireland. Uh, Demo Doherty, who is an ex-journalist, is she still a journalist? I don't she know. She was never a fucking journalist. <laughs> okay, whatever. She was a she was a fucking like she was a, I don't know. She was really she really had an agenda like right from the start. Like if you can you can go back and find some really homophobic stuff that she's written. Sure, sure. Like, but she, when she, she was to, working she, at like the Independent or something. Yeah. It, her background is in journalism, kind of like that's where she would have been known for. Uh, she's kind of come out. Like, she is a public figure for the far right in Ireland at the moment. Like, you know, uh, like... She's like a propaganda artist for the far Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, really anti, like, COVID exists. Like, 5G's gonna give your children cancer or whatever. And, like, um, you know, very Very critical. Very Very, critical of our centre parties. Um homophobic transphobic uh extremely Mm -hmm. racist um especially in talks about kind of like migration to ireland like very protectionist kind of like about uh irish national identity and stuff um just like an all-out terrible person like yeah yeah like like uh just for like context on her being a terrible person it's like she released a video probably like maybe a year ago i don't know but like it was like she went into like shops that where there was like non-irish uh national people working there and being like oh you know like 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 polar shops and like and like mm-hmm. um like something like that and she was like fucking literally like being like oh what is this do you think irish people need this or shit like that like this is like she came into like that shop specifically to harass somebody because 
they're a non-Irish national. <laughs> For, like, yeah, bad. Bad. And like, yes, and, very, very bad. Nazi, well, not Nazi, but fascist, absolutely. Yeah. And, like, the, the kind of, like, what they'll talk about is, like, oh, like, it's not racism, like, we'll welcome people here if they adopt, like, Irish culture and stuff, and all this kind of, like, <sighs> bullshit that's, like, yes. like, that's just, frankly, like, unfair, like, you know, like, like, mm-hmm. they'll give out about food, um, like, in terms of homophobia, anyone who is out as gay, they'll call a pedophile, pretty much. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just, oh God, they yeah. like, she is the, one of the worst people and just making huge waves because like mm-hmm, the, the, the mm-hmm. problem is, is that people are fed up with the centrist government. I mean, our last election mm-hmm. showed that. Yeah. That by and large, Ireland is ready to move that. away from, from these two parties that are actually one party. And like, yeah. you know, in, in the States, I think it's a lot less obvious because like, these two parties were never actually one party, but like in Ireland, these two parties were actually one party at one stage in our history. <laughs> when were so they like, one party? Come in the gale, and then the oh, uh, yeah, then yeah, the yeah. split happens, and now they're both in government I mean, again that, together. Well, that was that was a what? Now to be fair, <laughs> <laughs> but there are still people. Who, well, I yeah. don't know if there are still, people, but there were still people up until quite recently who were voting based on these like ridiculous lines in the sand from like nearly 100 years ago yeah you know? yeah well there's always been like i'm a fianna fall or a fianna gale family or whatever exactly like, exactly know, um which which is ridiculous but like you know yeah. like like the people this is the ridiculous thing the people tried to like uh-huh. bring in a leftist government <laughs> almost in ireland uh, uh and what happened was like Sinn Féin didn't run enough candidates to actually be able to take government Otherwise, I Sinn got... Féin's fault. Everything is Sinn Féin's fault. That, look. <laughs> whatever your feelings about Sinn Féin. Okay, I, they I got, just... like, what, 28 out of 30 candidates? Is that it? Yeah, they, they got a lot. They, I think they got... I think they... No, they got... They got a lot of elected. Or a lot elected. They were, like... I think they got over 30. I think. Well, or No, no, maybe it was 27. Because, yeah, like, I think whatever. they got I the same... Ran, I think they ran 30 candidates and got, like, 28 or 27, which is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, like, ridiculously high. Like, the you know, uh-huh, and, like, uh-huh, if you were following uh-huh. the election, um, like myself, looking at the uh, at the live coming in, like, every <laughs> every constituent was, like... It was fucking was like great. Shin, it was great. Sinn Féin would get in with, like, a mountain of votes, and then it was, like... <laughs> Okay, there's a few votes to go to see who else is getting in in the area. Like, it, it was hilarious. Uh-huh. So, like, this also shows how ridiculous kind of our democracy is. Is that like we've built mm-hmm. a system where even if people want to move away from the norm, like it's so difficult um, for a party to have kind of like the candidates to actually get into like like the seat of power. Yeah. Like you know, like like the yeah. only parties that had enough candidates that they could actually form a government on their own with Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael, like, you know, who have this long history of, of running Ireland, like, you know, and, and are yeah. very familiar and, you know, they just needed choices. as they just needed as like when like because the way it had worked up until recently was it would be either one of them against each other and then you'd have some third party like Labour or the Greens come in and basically go into government 
or yes. trying uh, to form a coalition. I mean, quite often there wasn't yeah. a coalition. Like, that's, that's no. not frequent throughout yeah. our history. I, I think, yeah. no, but I think it, it's been breaking down, is the thing. Yeah. They're, like, they're, the long-standing support for these parties is fading, and, like, this election kind of proves that that is kind of, like, their fate is cemented now. Like, yeah. they will be probably wiped out at the next election. God, I hope so. Jesus. I mean, I think they will. They will definitely see, like, it will be on. Like they're, like they will have to become one party again if they want to survive. Yeah. I think it'll be that yeah, bad yeah, for them. Yeah. Oh, I just hope we have enough. I hope there's enough collective candidates that that uh, that we can just absolutely wipe them off the table. To be honest, and that that people are just like gonna be sick of them because it's uh-huh. gone on for too long and like it's driving me. <laughs> insane like there's new mm-hmm. new coalitions the new co- coalitions between Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael and the Greens it just crushed me inside I was like how can the Greens do that like why not force another general election and just because that's not what the parliamentary Green Party wants they want the yeah. reins of power like yeah. Eamon Ryan's ego must be satisfied yeah. that's what that party exists to do yeah um pretty much uh, at least in its current form maybe things can change within it but like i don't think so i mean i think the green party has proved itself now for the final time to be a party that is like like a neoliberal fucking you know quote unquote green party green when it suits them uh when they're running their campaigns or whatever and then blue or brown (laughs) when it comes to actually getting into government yeah you know yeah, no, 100%. Like, they're... Yeah. yeah. Like, like what they're really pushing for, it seems, like, their main focus is, yeah, green capitalism. Like, you know, I think there were a lot of hopeful kind of, like, socialists in Ireland who were like, ah, oh, the Green Party. Like, you know, they, there's the mm-hmm. term watermelon, which is, like, green on the outside, <laughs> red on the inside. Like, you know, like, I think uh-huh, a lot of people uh-huh. were hoping for them to be, like, leftist. Um to swoop in and form like a broad left coalition in the last kind of election, which, you know, there wasn't really enough seats to do, which was a shame. Um, uh-huh. Well, uh, they should have just said we vote for to go to go back to general elections. Exactly. Because, like, yeah. But because they didn't do that, they're going to be destroyed now as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I think their their time's kind of gone. Like, if you remember the last coalition they had with Fianna Fáil, like they, they got... Yes, yes, I they do. T- this is them recovering from how <laughs> bad a press they had since the, the last coalition where they got in, and it was like everyone hated them. And I think yeah. that's going to happen again because there's not much it they is, can even yeah. do. Like, even if they wanted to change stuff, like, like they, don't, mm-hmm. they don't have the legislative power with... Is it eight seats they have? How many? Uh, the Greens, I think, is 12. I think they 12. have 12 seats. I that's what I that's what I yeah. heard. Uh, I, I I could be wrong on that. Like I don't know. I'm not um 100% clued in. But like I, they don't have that many seats. Yeah, um, yeah. It it, it it would it's a hard position to be in if you're actually talking about like pull for like legislative power and stuff. Like you know, mm-hmm. like like they won't have much of an input except for kind of being like remember how we helped you get into government do you mind i don't know mm-hmm. putting up carbon tax or something that's just going to sting the working class and and not actually yeah, reduce yeah. consumption in a practical they manner they don't they don't care about being green because they're not green they are, yeah. like they do not care yeah. about ecology at all 
Yeah, like, well, I would like to off. see his advocacy for free public transport. Like, you know, like... like. That's not even on their agenda. I know. That's not even... It's, it's like, insane. Uh-huh. Yeah. If we want to talk yeah. about how do you actually, like, reduce... It, well, like, okay, the big... The big one on everyone's... That everyone's pushing away is animal agriculture in Ireland. Like, you know, that's, that's mm-hmm. the big... No, no, you can't touch that um, because of our tradition with farming. Like, you know... Um, yeah. But, like, the next... The next big thing is like cars. Like we don't have like a, a rampaging industrial sector like spewing out toxins into no. our environment. Like you know, like like yeah. energy consu- like electrical energy consumption and cars, uh, well after animal agriculture. Yeah. Are I mean, polluted. can you can you imagine having a government that would actually like prioritize like building rebuilding the train infrastructure that was oh. like systematically destroyed by oh, Fall? Talk like. dirty to me. I mean, like, <laughs> like, I I grew up like I grew up in the west of Ireland. Like you know, there used to be a train that ran across the entire western coast. Mm-hmm. It's gone. Like you know, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. You know, and even like people won't go out and buy cars if you let them get on the rails. Good. And least of all, if you let them get on the rails for free. Good. We shouldn't be like we shouldn't be forcing people to go out and buy cars. Like you know, the exactly. The, this is like, this is neoliberalism. It's like this whole idea of like the government working on how to get you to consume instead of actually yeah, yeah. providing like resources Essen- that are good yeah, and essential services, essential yeah. services that well, have been systematically cut under neoliberalism yeah. and auster- like the austerity since the last recession yeah like if you're any, any kind of democrat like you know like like if you're anyone who's in favor of government you know like the reason mm-hmm. you're in favor of government is because you don't feel like businesses should just have free reign like you know because like the reason if you're even if you're a capitalist like you know um but you're not an anarcho-capitalist and you're not like yeah mcnukes like you feel like yeah like companies do anarcho capitalism is just such a contradiction i mean these people are just like uh, they're Let, let's crazy not get into like, that let's, let's not, not get, get into it okay <laughs> let's uh, look yeah i could talk for hours about that but it's like if you're in favor of government it's like yeah because like you know that when money is the bottom line like you know uh-huh. we're going to damage the environment we're going to like reduce like workers' rights and stuff like that. Like you're gonna be ending up working a zero hour contract for two euro an hour because there is a coalition of companies that are like, Yeah, like we're just not gonna pay more than that because it works out good for all of us, like, you know. Mm-hmm. And like that mm-hmm. isn't even good for the economy. Like that crashed the economy. So you're in favor of government because you're like, Yeah, we can't let these companies have free reign. It can't be complete freedom for the wolves. And like for some reason, people vote in, like, these neoliberal governments that are pushing us further and further into this idea that, like, oh, the market will regulate itself. The market mm-hmm. will not regulate itself. Like, like laissez-faire capitalism resulted in the worst economic crash in the West ever, like, you know, and was only mm-hmm. saved by strong government control so that they could retain capitalism and stop the communists and the uh, fascists from taking power in the various countries like you know where fascism is is kind of like neoliberalism but on steroids where it's like the government is just going to enforce you to like to like uh-huh. adhere to capitalism like you know 
So it was like yeah. the the saving grace was more control from the government. Like, you know, so if you don't want communism or fascism, then you've got to support social democracy. <laughs> because laissez faire capitalism results in economic depression and people just can't take that. Now I don't support yeah. social democracy. Mm -hmm. I want you know, I want communism. I want anarcho-communism, like, you know, or Dance whatever. Straight. Dance straight. I, I want yeah. anarchism. I want people to be able to live in communities with, like, autonomous zones and stuff like that, that we're able to choose the life that we want to live and we can do so together, you know. So I, I don't support social democracy. If you like capitalism, you've got to put a rein on capitalism because it is eating itself alive, like, you know. I don't think you can, though. This is where I think social democrats are wrong, because I, I, I don't think you can put the reins on this. Capitalism uh, is eating itself, and it's not only eating itself, it's also destroying the biosphere in order to sustain itself. And, like, you've seen... It, we've seen in the response to, to like, to this, to this mm. pandemic, right... All of these countries are like they went on lockdown for a little bit. All these Western countries now they're opening back up again. Because why? Because China locked down and actually managed to basically suppress the virus, and then it could reopen. So the United States is like, well, we can't not reopen. I mean, we don't even have like any containment on this virus, <laughs> but we need to compete with China. Yeah. God. Like, we need to get everyone back to work yeah. immediately and to die in the in the economic machine so that we yeah. can churn out the monies. Well, we've had the world us, wars. the profits. We, we've had the Cold War, and now we're on to Corona War. Like, you know, it's, a, <laughs> it's another Cold War just done with a, with a virus in the background of, like, we're going to kill people, um, uh -huh, uh, uh -huh. and we're going to let people die and we're just in this, like, massive economic war with China, like, you know between China and the US. Well, I, I think that's coming. Like, that's definitely coming. And, like, you're seeing it already with uh, part of this 5G thing, because, like, I think the Brits were trying to lock Huawei out of the 5G, out of construction of the 5G network. And it's like, Huawei are, like, uh, like instrumental in, like, um, uh, what's it, like, bringing, like, in, in doing a lot of yeah. the, like, the, the cellular stuff around the world. Mm -hmm. Like, they've been... It's like uh, I think they're, like they're kind of like uh, Ericsson or whatever in that regard, and like yeah. they build like cell cell phone infrastructure or like mobile phone infrastructure, whatever you want to call it. Um, but like I think the Brits were like ed like planning to edge them out or to not allow them to do the five G network because they're like concerned about like fucking I don't know China techno spying on their oh, fucking yeah. not like uh, the economic US. capability. Not, not, not like the US not, not at like all. US. No, not like the US. <laughs> has a long history of spying on its citizens like like this yeah, is the crazy yeah. people people are people are like oh china like they're spying on everyone and i'm like yeah they are and it's bad but i'm like so is the u.s like you know and it's like the, i i find it so weird that like all of these people seem to have just like magically forgotten er, like the whole edward snowden thing u.s exceptionalism it is, mm -hmm. It's U.S. exceptionalism. It's like mm -hmm. the U.S. uses torture. Like if you want to talk about prison camps, what? Like the U.S. is 25% of the world's population of prisoners. Like you want to talk mm -hmm. about prison camps. And they're put to work. Like those are prison yeah. work camps. You yeah. are just I using... I mean, slavery is alive and well in the States, right? I mean, like... Well, look, I don't want to call it slavery. I'd call it indentured servitude. Okay. 
but the I, line I, is... I would call it slavery, because when yeah. you take, like, black youths off the street and basically imprison them on bullshit charges for, like, most of their lives, I mean, like, you could say it's endangered servitude, but, like, I mean, it it's very reminiscent oh, to me for, of, like... no. Of course. Like, of course mm-hmm. it's reminiscent. And, of course, it's, like black people who are affected by this the most and all that kind of thing like yeah uh-huh. 100% continuation of slavery yeah I'm just like look I'm in well it's not chattel slavery but it is yeah. a form of slavery it's not chattel slavery exactly but yeah you're right it, it is forced labour like there's there's you know <laughs> it's bad <laughs> like <laughs> it's bad slavery's bad okay uh, this is an slavery's argument bad. about semantics I think it's bad. I, I think so. Yeah, it's yeah. racist. Like, but but like, if you want to talk about yeah, like like who's got fucking like militarized police, like prison work camps, like you know, like like who's got spyware, uh, torture mechanisms, arresting um, without like any due process um, under like charges of terrorism and stuff. Like the U.S. Mm-hmm. takes the cake. Like number one in the world. <sighs> Like, you know, yeah. and it's like, yeah, yeah, China's doing that too, 100%. I think China, yeah. I, I, I have so many criticisms of the Chinese government, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. But I'm like, you also have to, like, take a step back, like, you know, and sh- Europe's doing it too. Like, like Europe are really, really bad too. Who knew? Yeah, uh, Ireland like, has I mean, some of like, the Europe worst. Europe has been involved in all kinds of fucking like, uh, you know, military, militarily, military stuff in like Africa and shit, like with NATO, and yeah. all this shit. Like they're they're just as imperialist as the U.S. They just they don't have the capacity of the U.S. in terms yeah. of like uh, military capacity. You know, like U.S. has apparently has the military capacity to go and fucking occupy and destroy middle eastern fucking nation states yeah um to try and maintain its uh, economic hegemony over the world yeah um, yeah for sure but uh, but, yeah. but i mean like, like china I... doesn't have that china doesn't fucking have that yeah uh, i'm just saying I mean, that like i mean and like yeah like like china doesn't have that because it it recognizes how you actually run like a successful colonial campaign like you know, China. China's smarter than the U.S. Like you know, China. China mm-hmm. looked at the U.S., which is this weird blend of like neo-colonialism and just straight up old colonialism. Where it's like, if you want something, just go in there, shoot everyone, take it, and kind of like neo-colonialism, where it's like we'll just prop up infrastructure in countries, <clears throat> and then they can't disagree with us, or we'll remove their infrastructure. And the U.S. does mm-hmm. both of those, and China was like. The rep that America gets for using the old colonial method, we don't want mm-hmm. that. So they just use kind of like this neo-colonial thing. Like Europe does that a lot too. Australia does that. Um, you know. I think yeah, yeah. yeah. But I I think um, that the reason that they don't do it is because they don't have the military infrastructure to do it. I think that if they had the ability to compete with America militarily, you'd see a lot more like imperial wars going on. I mean, I don't know. Even like, more than there already are. Even think, more than no, there already are. I think, are. look, like, the way the, the way the Chinese government is set up, you don't think they could draw a huge army in, like, a very short space of time. 
like yeah but would they they wouldn't have all of the equipment though that like well not i say equipment i mean like you know they don't have as many tanks they don't have as many planes they don't have as many aircraft carriers they don't have as many submarines etc etc you know like for sure but at, at the end of the day it doesn't matter because like if you've got nukes there's mutually assured destruction anyway like like that the whole like war is outdated like actual war between superpowers is out, outdated because no one wants it because everyone dies mm -hmm. so of course yeah. china's not going to be like open warfare because it wouldn't work you like there that's an old idea that america mm -hmm. is clinging on to like you know sure you can have proxy wars and stuff and like like and we've kind of accepted that it's like, oh, yeah, you'll just have a little proxy war here and, and kill some people who aren't in either nation who are just trying to survive. But, like, actual open warfare just can't happen anymore. Um, mm -hmm. And, like, proxy wars also get a bad rep and stuff like that. And I think China just... <laughs> proxy wars get a bad rep? Yeah, because, look, if you live in... Bebs, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> look, like, like... If you're living in, like, if you're living in a country, you know, and you've got, and you've got, like, fucking, like, soldiers in there from different places, and you see their uniforms, and they're killing your people, you're gonna mm -hmm. fucking hate those countries. Like, uh -huh. that's just natural. Like, you know. Yeah. Whereas, if a country comes in and builds your infrastructure for you. Mm-hmm. You're not going to hate them so much, like, you know, and they're going to have True. as much sway over the decisions that your politicians make for that mm -hmm. country, mm -hmm. if not yeah. more, for something that doesn't require any bloodshed, doesn't get bad press, you know, isn't going to get the UN involved, like, like, it, it, it's just, like, China's just smarter than the US. You know, it, it, <laughs> could you say and, that and, one more in, time and, for it, any like hardcore Yanks listening? Just say it one more time. Yeah, China is smarter than the U.S. and India is too. Like you know, they've looked at how Western powers have settled, kind of like power struggles, at how they've they've like implemented colonialism and managed to gain control. Well, I don't think India is that much smarter. Like, look what like they did with Kashmir. That wasn't. I mean, like that was very brutal. Like, and, like, they've that's, shut down a lot of, like, communications out of Kashmir and shit, like... That's more to do with nationalism, though. Like, you know, that's not... Like, yeah, that is direct like, control I mean, like, of somewhere that they claim is, yeah. is their territory. Like, that's not the same as colonialism. It could be... I guess it could be classed as that, but it's it, it's a bit different. Well, like, these, you know. the, well, these things kind of, like... Like, I mean, there's definitely, like, a lot of, like, nationalism that props up colonialism like mm -hmm. i mean like nationalism seems to be kind of like this like ideological base on which colonialism you know draws and builds on because like you know like if you look at like colonial history like a lot like it's like oh we're building the you know the, the commonwealth or whatever like the british commonwealth you know for, for sure but if you look at like Kashmir, it's more about like for an at-home relation it's more like the struggle with northern ireland like you know like, mm -hmm, what's to be mm -hmm. gained from, like, Northern Ireland being in the UK or the Republic of Ireland? It's like, it's not a, it's not a battle of resources. Like, no one's like, we just need Northern Irish resources or anything. It's, it's about nationalism and national identity. Like, you know, it is, 
it's its basis is in peop- like identity. It's you know, it's identity politics. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. and like that's what Kashmir is. So that 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 kind of like brutal campaign that India has going on there is more like a struggle of like Northern Irish identity than it is kind of like about like actual control of resources and global markets and like uh, like uh, allies and stuff like that, which is more mm-hmm. what colon is the basis of colonialism, like you know. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's bring this back around to like, because we kind of went off on a tangent there a little bit. I love a good tangent. <laughs> well, we went on a fucking forty-minute tangent there. Well, like <laughs> we, went, we went on a big long tangent. We were, um, we were, yeah. So the far right are opposing this government, and they're like on the basis of like I don't know the Roger Roderick O'Gorman having talked to some guy or taken a picture with some guy, and apparently that means he's pedophile now, and like mm-hmm. he's a threat to children. And yeah, so like, obviously this is this is all horse shit. This is all fucking like this is just a giant homophobic fucking uh, attempt to like uh, like I guess destroy him. Uh, I yeah. mean like uh, like it seems like there there's like the far right have are really targeting like um, like this guy um, for whatever reason. This is their target. I think it's because they perceive the Green Party to not be right wing enough. You know, I mean, I think. There's a lot of members in um, Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael who aren't entirely happy with the setup, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't like the Green Party, and they don't like the fact that the Green Party's in government with both of them because they think that they're like trying to, I don't know, they're they're trying to actually have a centre left government or some shit. Um, so I, I think these people are are kind of activated and mobilized now as well people who are dissatisfied by yeah well uh, it's important to note that kind of like the the gemeroids and stuff they don't want a centrist government as, at all they want a far right so like like mm-hmm. they don't support Fianna Fáil or Fianna Gael anyway like they're, they're very anti-Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael because they want fascism like you know like they don't they don't want a center-right neoliberal party they want someone who's gonna like like if you look at like the freedom party um which is a far right party in ireland like what what they have on the books is like they want to like close down their borders they want like like they want um the death penalty back like you know like like mm-hmm. like they don't want like free speech or uh, they want like free speech in terms of like not having like hate speech considered a crime you know so uh-huh. you can just have like fucking like racist verbal assaults which we all know like you start verbal it goes to physical assaults like you know and there's already much, a lot of yeah. there's already a lot of like physical assaults against um POCs like people of color in Ireland and stuff mm-hmm. like, there's a lot there, of there, there is there's, um, there's a lot there's a lot of hate like we don't even have any hate crime laws so none of these get really recorded as mm-hmm. as such but like these things happen all the time yeah it, it is like surprisingly frequent in this country yeah i mean look i'd say most people who live in dublin have walked down uh, a street at night at some point and watched a person of color be like like tormented by um, mm-hmm. like, drunk Irish nationalist kind of, like, characters, like, you know, like... Mm. In, the, in the city? 
In the city, yeah. It's frequent enough that I've seen it at least three times, like, you know. That's really disturbing. I, yeah. I don't think it's that bad out in the suburbs where I am. I, I don't mm-hmm. think it's that bad out here. But the city, that, that sounds really rough, actually. Yeah, you know, on public transport, too, and stuff, like, you know, the Lewis lines can get pretty heated and stuff. And, like... Like, this is where this movement's coming from. Um, There's all this talk that, like, you know, migrants are getting houses before Irish people and stuff. And there's this whole idea that, like, Ireland Uh isn't, like, protecting Irish people. It's, like, got this, like, skewed, like, protectionist Mm -hmm. idea Mm -hmm. of, like, yes, we're going to treat migrants better than Irish nationals, which is obviously bullshit. Now, like, I'm I'm a strong believer that people are people... Um, just to make it clear, I don't believe in borders, you know, like, I come from a family of, like, migrants, um, who come from a family of migrants, like, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I, like, no matter where you go, people are just trying to survive, you know, people won't leave their area without good reason most of the time, because they like it there, it's their culture, you know, like, that's where they want to be unless there's a good reason to get the fuck out of there, with an exception of a few. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, like, we're not, this protection of Irish identity is ridiculous. Irish people are people, you know, like, mm-hmm. Nigerian people are people, like, like, Middle Eastern people are people, like, we, we need to get through this to come to some kind of understanding that, like, you know, if there's any favoritism cards being played, it's definitely towards Irish national nationals, like you know, and and this yeah, is like yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is absolutely true. This is couldn't like... couldn't be clearer in terms of like direct provision being an institution of the Irish state, like you know, yeah. and yeah, a whole host of other things. Like it's mm-hmm. it's hard to become a citizen of Ireland, like yeah. I mean, like some people are waiting like best part of a decade, like maybe longer. Like yeah, it, it's really hard. Longer. The process is long, long, mm-hmm. and arduous. And yeah, but like, um, yeah, I, I'm very concerned anyway about the fact that these people are are actually mobilizing, and mm-hmm. they seem to be gaining numbers. Like the before the pandemic hit, they had maybe like a hundred people out there at one of their protests, and this last one that they had just Saturday gone apparently had like two or three hundred people at it. Yeah. So, yeah. and this is like. You know, we're 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 at a lockdown or coming out of lockdown, um, and like these people are just like I don't know they they have like I like they they have conspiracy theories about this as well like they don't even like a lot of them probably don't even believe that it's like real or happening you know oh yeah um, they, like these Saturday protests are about like COVID I mean like these are like far right people but the the specific protests are against the lockdown. Um, I mean, it's it's a little bit sick, but I, I do get a kick out of, like, the things that they're saying. <laughs> like, you know, like, I, mm-hmm. I picked up one of their pamphlets um, the other day, uh, and it was, like, the dangers of, like, having a face mask, like, you know, and it's, like, face oh, masks, yeah. like, so deprive you of oxygen, like, you know, so that you're, <laughs> like, you're walking around yeah, and I Suff- like you're walking around being suffocated by this little cloth mask like you know, and they're like even if covid was real it doesn't protect you it's just you know you wouldn't, you wouldn't put a condom real, on your child's you. head would you like it's fucking crazy <laughs> um, 
But like this is just yeah. a mask. Like this is just a mask to appeal to people who do buy into like like conspiracy theory kind of stuff, um, which mm-hmm. is people who are gen- generally um, like unhappy with the system. Like you know, and like that that actually appeals to a lot of people. Um, and I get it. Like you know, when I was younger. I definitely had a draw to like conspiracy theories because I'd look mm-hmm. at the world and I was like, there's no way that like, I mean, I was, I was kind of the same when I was like, yeah. uh, you know, young teenager, like mm-hmm. I was like, I bought into all kinds of stupid, crazy conspiracy theories, like Illuminati type shit. Yeah, for sure. Like, you know, I, I eventually think that... you, you, you learn your way out of that though. Well, but, I think like, that, I think these that are like grown from... ass men though, who like are going around believing like crazy shit just crazy shit like i mean did i tell you about that like one woman protest i had outside of like this pub Mm -hmm. that was like they were hosting a like uh they these like this really transphobic group that was like probably a catholic interest group yeah um it seemed that way from their website but they put up posters all over Dublin basically trying to get people to go to this uh, radical sex education meeting to oh talk about God. yeah and it was basically to talk about the the um the socialist the proposed uh, legislation by the socialist party for uh, you know educating young people on you know LGBT issues yeah uh, sex education in schools that kind of thing and like um I was standing there and like some other guy like the uh, had arrived and we were talking and like um like this guy was like he drove out of like the complex from where we were protesting and then he went around and and, and around the fucking roundabout and back down and he came like and as he was driving in like he wound down his fucking window and like just leaned out and shouted at us you're just puppets for the globalists (laughs) you're just pawns in their game and i had to like hide my face so that he wouldn't see me laughing at his like ridiculous Look, crazy I mean, belief system. We we can laugh at this, but like I do get it. Like you know, y- this is what I was trying to say. Like you look at the world, and you see like the atrocities that like the rich and powerful like raw in society. Like you know, mm-hmm. like like even if you just take like fucking pedophilia in the rich and powerful, like you know, like it seems to be this rampant problem you reach like a certain social status and suddenly mm-hmm. like there's just fucking tons of pedophiles and like that's without going into like like actual suppression of like the working class and stuff through economics like like there just seem to be evil people and i think it's a lot easier to believe that this is some like that this is some evil group conspiring to do evil in the world or some group of fucking alien lizards or something than it is to almost just realize that this is just what happens when you make people feel powerful like you know like there's something like human about not wanting these Mm. people to be just regular humans who have gotten too much power that they feel like their actions don't have consequences and like i really understand that like Mm-hmm. Like, it, it appealed to me when I was younger, like, you know, because you don't want to believe that anyone could get to that stage without being in some, like, fucking sick, evil cult or something, like, you know. 
Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is it's just like, yeah, power corrupts, you know? If you feel like you're above the law, it's like these people are pushed to, like, test the limits of it and stuff. To feel like they can get away with anything. Like, I think they get a fucking sick kick off of it, like, you know? And they are terrible people. They definitely get, they definitely get a sick kick off it. And yeah. it's, it, it's like, I mean, this, like, like, the far right actively recruits from people who have, like, you know... Let's just say issues, you know, like yeah. unresolved trauma or shit like that, and like have like severe, well, not severe, but like you know, have to have issues that like they've not dealt with their entire lives. Like, I mean, issues so do with, we like, though. To be fair, <laughs> to to be fair, but like, I, and I think specifically, like they they prey on the insecurities of like young men. I think, um, you know, yeah, because um, like you do see a lot, like and it. There are so many insecure men. It's <laughs> well, like, like look, some of them want, fall for this, you know. You don't want to feel like something is your fault, like you know, like and and I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of things aren't people's fault. If you feel like you've been born into a world where you don't have opportunity, like you know, like like all the things that people say you need to be happy, you don't have the chance to get those, like. Like, of course you're going to feel like it's unfair. Of course you're going to, like, kick out. Like, I think that it well, is unfair. Well, here's the thing. It, it is unfair. But, like, but, our but, system but, is yeah. institutionally unfair. Yeah, but it's where you kick out, too, like, you know? And it's, like, uh-huh. wherever you believe that it's, like, I don't know. Well, yeah, that's where Mr. Fascist Man comes in. He's like, it's those immigrants. You need to kick yeah. down at them. Exactly. They're the real, pro- they're the real lot, fucking problem. It's a lot easier to kick down than to kick up. Like, you know, exactly, there's exactly. less consequences. And it's like, the, like, fascism draws from socialism a lot. Like, people people will talk about, like, horseshoe theory and stuff, and it's bollocks. Like, I don't, I don't give horse Anyone who's like, oh, fascism, communism, you go so far in either direction. <laughs> if you go thing. too far to the left, you'll become a Nazi, apparently. But, but, like, but, like, the right does use the tools of socialism to, like, recruit. Like, you know, it targets people that are unhappy with the system at large, like, you know, Mm -hmm. and it tries to educate them on why things are bad, like, you know, and it's whether or not you you feel like it's actually this economic system and, and this world that we've constructed that is actually pushing people down or whether it's like your fucking Polish shop. In, in your local town, like, you know, which for some reason is... Degrading is your you natural a, heritage and culture. Which is why you can't get a girlfriend, which is a little ridiculous as well, because, like, the, it's in, you know, a lot it of things... They have to tie it back to that, though, like, yeah, because, a lot again, of the, a they're lot. trying to appeal to these young men who, like, yeah. are, like are very insecure and, like, you know, um, yeah. Yeah, well, when they, really, they have difficult, like... Have difficulty. Yeah, when really, like, the reason you don't have a girlfriend is probably because you hate women uh, and you won't uh-huh, treat them like uh-huh. people, like, you know. Which, yeah, exactly. Which is, you know, if someone sat you down and was like, here, look, did you know women are people too? And it clicked with you, you probably, you know, there's, there, I would say there's someone out there for everyone. There is multiple people out there for everyone, like, you know, as long as you mm-hmm. don't have a virulent personality. And even if you do... You will probably find someone if you if if you actually look for them, (laughs) like you know, Mm -hmm. instead of just sitting on your hole and expecting something to come from you. Like fascism teaches entitlement; it teaches you that exactly, exactly. But like that in that in a lot of like in a very perverse way, uh, 
like it it it, it like it appeal it appeals to these people. It's like, well, you can take the power back to abuse people and like get your way and have what you want. Yeah. You just need like vicious force or whatever, and like that's mm-hmm. your god given right or that's your national heritage given right or whatever the fuck they want to insert in there. But it's like, you know, it's this encouragement of that like violent uh like you know they dress it in masculinity but like you know it's it's for, for sure okay. and you know like like in some ways that that works really well because i think like we're very critical of the system and stuff on the left but we're, like what what we do which i think the right doesn't do is we're also very internally critical like you know we do actually yeah. try to f- like change ourselves so that we can form better relationships with people around us and stuff mm-hmm. and this causes a lot of infighting and stuff like that it means it means it's hard to have like broad leftist solidarity and stuff is because we yeah. we are very self-judgmental we are very self-critical as well as being critical of the overall system and what the right manages to do which is like an amazing political tool but not great if you're trying to build a better world is it says no 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 you're fine it's all other people's fault, like, you know. Yeah. Which is, like, it, it takes it takes kind of, like, the recruiting ideas of, like, socialism, and it takes, like, like a lot of the mechanisms of socialism, and it says, how do we use this to gain political force while pushing kind of our own agenda, which is, like, fucking burn the world around us and leave me at the top, like, you know. So here's a good question, then, right? Mm-hmm. Um... So how do we combat these people in an age of COVID? Okay, well, hard shout-outs to uh, Antifa, which have been doing amazing work out on the streets. Um, They have been out there quite frequently um, combating kind of these far-right groups, um, and they've been doing a lot of work kind of like um, more off the books as well and stuff. And I just want to say, like, they're doing a great job. They get a lot of flack. But, um, like, if you, if you do see people out there, like, they are doing their best. Try not to be critical of people. If a fight breaks out, don't distance yourself. I've seen this. People distance themselves and say, we don't condone violence. Um, when oftentimes it'll be the right attacking the left and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. People have the right to defend themselves. Like, these are, like, the ideas of the right we've seen before lead to genocide. Like, you know, yeah. like don't get too upset over a punchy party like you know it's yeah. not it's not a big deal um well, well this is it like uh, i mean like the, their ideology is inherently violent violence is a core aspect mm-hmm. of like who these people are and mm-hmm. it's 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 really important that like uh, people understand that and that like if you want to make sure that these people aren't going to be a major problem in the future mm-hmm. we have to now stand up and say no but also, anti-fascism is a band-aid, okay? It's trying to deal uh-huh, with a problem uh-huh. at its cause. It is strictly there to combat fascism. Um, what actually needs to be done to prevent this is we need to educate people and we need to show people kind of that there are de- different mechanisms of kind of like existing in the world. Like, you know, yeah. like you, you don't have to sit in your room and complain about why you can't get a girlfriend can actually go have a shower go out into the world cut your hair learn a few nice skills learn how to talk to people treat people like people and you'll be fine like you know we also need to teach people that like you don't have to put up for working for a shit boss for shit money 
like you know you, you can go off you can form a cooperative yourself be your own boss without needing the resources that most people need to have in order to do that like you know we we need to be educating people we need to be showing people that there are different ways to escape kind of like the repression and kind of the coercion mm -hmm. that's put on us in society like these are the actual systemic cure for fascism like you know mm -hmm. we need to teach people that there's a better way um but also i completely like like just thank you to antifa which are dealing with the fucking hard stuff and are taking hits so that people are safe you know like trans yeah. people are safe like all queer people are safe so that migrants are safe so that you know like we can live in a world where we can get together so the women are safe like you know mm -hmm. because a lot of these far-right groups actually have a lot of backward ideas about what a woman should be like you know and if you disagree with that then antifa is on your side like you know like yeah like there's a there's an excellent old antifa saying which is like um we fight them with words so we don't have to fight them with fists um then we fight them with fists so that we don't have to fight them with guns then we fight them mm -hmm. with guns so we don't have to fight them with tanks and i think that is just like it in a nutshell like you know no mm -hmm. one wants to be out there getting into fights you know no one wants to be yelling down these people um they're doing it so that the rest of us can be safe okay well we've been going for about an hour now so um how do you feel about uh, wrapping up yeah is, that, there anything, is there anything you'd like to talk about before we wrap up um, yeah, for sure. Uh, there's a few things that I want to put out there um, to the world, to, to our listeners. Uh, one is we have a GoFundMe page now. Yay! Um, this yay! Is, yay! This is an order for us to um, get together money towards our land collective. We've already, between us, um, managed to make quite a lot of the money, but everything that you give really, really helps towards actually attaining... Um, the land that we need in order to try and create this uh, land cooperative um, mm -hmm. and try to live out our ideals and provide resources for people and provide a mechanism that other people can learn from in terms of going out into the world and creating their own projects, which is the ultimate goal, is that it's not just a small group of us, it's everyone, you know. Um, we are... If we could put maybe a link in this podcast, that would be super great. We can put. We, the, I, I'm, I'm sure we'll have a link. It will have a link somewhere in there so that people can go and donate. And uh, if you would, we would be very, very happy with that. Yeah. Um, thank you so much if you have donated already, and thank you so much if you're going to donate. Um, you're really helping us out uh, to start this project, uh, this land project. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I want to say is we still have our website, uh, affinitycollective.info. Um, please check out the site. Um, there you can find links to our podcasts. Um, we've just started up our blog as well um, and are making more progress on that. Um, mm -hmm. There's links there that you can contact us if you're interested in anything, if you want us to talk about anything on the podcast, um, if you just want to uh, pat us on the back, I'd appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> Um, if you want to just contact us directly, um, affinitycollective at protonmail.com. 
is our email address. Um, and thank you so much for listening. Um, this has been a lot of fun. I, I've had the most fun tonight. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.